France and Argentina will compete each other for the FIFA World Cup Championship in Qatar on Sunday night. This is a contest between two teams that won the World Cup Championship twice. This is also a contest between Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi for the name of the King of Football. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Hey. So for the final, first, do you think whoever wins it, Messi or Mbappe, will actually be known as the king of football today? I, I think it's more on Messi's shoulders than Mbappe's mm-hmm. because if you think about the nature of this tournament, let's say uh, Argentina win. Well, by the t- next tournament, Mbappe is twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. Then he's thirty one, thirty two. He's got plenty of time left. Not to mention he's previously won it. He's technically still. If you want to use that moniker, he should technically be the king of football right now. Mm. Whereas with Messi, it's his last chance, and it's generally considered the one major trophy he doesn't have in his collection. So on a player-by-player basis, if you're looking at it that way, I feel like this is definitely more important for Messi than it is for arguably anyone else Mm. involved in the game. Yeah, he has played, I would say, well so far in the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Do you think he has any hidden trick in his sleeves that he can still pull? Well, th- that's the thing. It's, you feel like when you're watching him, the moment you give him like a little bit of space, he will. Uh, if you give him a little bit of space, he will perform something kind of magical. To be fair, it it could be applied to both Messi and Mbappe. The difference I feel is with Mbappe is if you give him a yard of space, a second of time, zig when you should have zagged he will go for goal, whereas with Messi, I think, is at that age and having settled into the team in a way that he will be looking to set up Julian Alvarez, set up Lautaro Martinez, do something like that, rather than go for goal himself. Because even though he is, I believe, either the top scorer or joint top scorer of the tournament so far, mm-hmm. several of those are penalties. And... He is currently in the running, not just for the golden boot, but I believe it's the silver boot, the the assists yeah. trophy. Yeah. So he is in many ways more threatening because he isn't just going for goal. Mm. How? What do you suggest that France can do to contain Messi from doing what he does? You know, both from scoring and setting up for his teammates. Quite simply, I think just keep him under constant coverage. We saw, for example. Um, when it was France versus England, mm. they England constantly had Kyle Walker on Mbappe, which is not necessarily the best, but it did keep him quiet for that entire game. I don't know if you could keep Messi marked throughout, but if you look at the way France have generally been playing with this like back four with a holding midfield pair who collapsed back to make it more for back six, and then... You consider how they were able to close down a lot of what Morocco were doing simply by tracking back. I get the feeling that they're going to be treating Messi, obviously, as 
the target. Mm-hmm. But I could see it being very much a case of they treat their back four as a two-on-two defense, one, uh, one pair for Messi, one for, let's say, Alvarez if that starts. And not treat him like a normal player, but basically don't allow him to become the target because then he will somehow chip the ball over, dink it through, whatever, and cause trouble that way. Treat him like a player, not treat him like the whole opposing team because that's typically where Argentinian opponents have fallen down recently. Yeah, that sounds very wise. I was impressed, actually, by Argentina's defense on many occasions in this tournament. But I don't think even Argentina have enough defensive resources to cover all three of Mbappe, Griezmann, and Giroud. Not to mention there's Dembele and others. If there has to be a list of priorities, how would you rank it for Argentina? Um, well, in terms of from the back, I would definitely think that the that kind of left side that we've seen, let's say Teo Hernandez as a left back who likes to move all the way forward, Mbappe floating out there on the left, and then Giroud as just a target man of sorts. If I was uh, Lionel Scaloni, I would basically make sure we maintain as much of a presence on that side and try and get France to play a lot more diagonally, a lot more horizontally than vertically, because that way, if you can't get the ball to anyone there, not to mention if you keep Griezmann quiet, then that basically would stop, based on what I've seen so far, I would say 80% of the goals and almost 90% of the attacking movements if you limit that left side. But that being said, not only is that limiting at least three main players, Griezmann's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was talking to a friend yesterday about her, and he said the reason why, I believe there's a phrase in Spanish about how the reason why Graceman is so good is you don't see him. No one is focusing on him because he's willing to just float everywhere. He'll join the defense. He'll move up the midfield. He'll be part of the attack. So obviously the more attacking players are the ones Argentina will want to stop. But I feel like Graceman as the engine room mm-hmm. is also a major target. That's true. You know, Though I put it there and kept saying that this is about Messi and Mbappe, it was actually, now that I think about it, and also what you mentioned, it was also a a contest between Griezmann and Messi. Because the two joined hands in Barcelona after Barcelona spent so much money bringing him in. It was not very pleasant. Mm -hmm. But Griezmann proved that he may not be the problem. It may be Barcelona's system just doesn't fit with him. So now this time, maybe if France can win... Griezmann can prove that he and Messi, there's no beef, but it doesn't make him say not good enough for Messi. It, they're just different players, maybe. I mean, that's the thing with Messi is he has this reputation, I guess. he's based, I don't know if it's intentional or simply because it works so well as a counterpoint to Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. but there is this idea that Messi is humble and Messi doesn't want to be a star. Messi doesn't want to be this egotistical center of attention. But you do have to look at Barcelona and see how they have struggled on the Champions League stage for a very long time. 8-2 versus Bayern Munich. No Champions Leagues for... When was the last one? I mean, that's I can't even remember. Like we're, go, we're going back over a decade now, uh-huh. well over a decade. So 
you see that, then you consider how good Griezmann has been before he played there with Messi, Mm -hmm. how much he's improved now he's not there with Messi. I I feel like, yeah, it's not a direct head-to-head star player, star player, MVP versus MVP thing as we're talking up with Messi and Mbappe. But I wouldn't be surprised if there is still a chip on Griezmann's shoulder, something to prove. There's, uh, I was reading, there's a piece of news saying that uh, French players, a lot of them were sick having after having played mm. so long in Qatar because of the temperature change. And those people include Rafael Varane and other backs. If, say, France have to miss, at least miss from the starting lineup, two or three of their major defenders, will that be a weak link for Argentina to exploit? Yeah, I think that's... So that's the thing. I haven't fully read the entire story about it, but I've seen that headline, which you say. And if everyone who was mentioned cannot play, which is possible because this illness has been going through the entire camp for, I think, two or three weeks now, which means Mm -hmm. that every game has had players that Deschamps couldn't pick. If that has actually taken place, that means the entire back line is going to have to be swapped out. Now, that technically isn't so bad considering that that leaves William Saliba, Benjamin Pavard. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of options that France still has, but you will want to go with your first choice because, for example, that's why Adrian Rabiot Mm. was playing because there was this illness in the team, I believe, in where Teo Hernandez was. Um, And him being slightly out of step with the rest of the team is what gave away that penalty that, yes, Harry Kane didn't convert, but he could very easily could have. It was him who was constantly fouling Bukayo Saka, which I believe also gave away the first penalty too. Mm. So you want to have, if not your entire first string squad, just one player missing who can be replaced, who can fill in here, fill in there. If he has to replace the entire back line, that's that's not a good sign at all. Mm. Since you mentioned penalty kicks, uh, France allowed two against England. Argentina have been granted one of the most penalty kicks so far in the World Cup. And like you said, Messi scored two or three of them. Well, I think that says something about Argentina's offense because they love, say, charging the box and making physical contact. And for France, that says something about their defense. They also love physical contact. That's why there are so many fouls. Is there going to be penalty or penalties in the final, do you think? I would highly count on it because, yeah, that's the recurring theme throughout with Argentina getting them and France giving them away. Mm. I suspect that part of that is because Argentina play for them. And if Didier Deschamps is smart, which I assume he is, he's not going to allow that to take place this time. However... That that's easier said than done. Mm. Um, I do suspect, though, that it may not be as common in the final, or the referee won't be as quick to give in the final as otherwise, because the nature of a penalty kick can change a game so much that if you are in a final situation, an entire tournament can hinge on one particular decision. And as we've seen from the referees so far, I feel like some are willing to get involved like that and some are a lot more willing to hang back and let things play out, especially with big players like Messi, like Mbappe. 
True. So I, I think it's going to be, if there's going to be penalty kicks, I suspect it will come after extra time, assuming things stay on equal footing. Mm-hmm. Uh, judging by all the World Cup finals I've ever watched and how much Deschamps love defense, how realistic Skloni is as a manager, do you expect this final to be slow and very conservative in at least the first half or even the first hour before everyone decides to, let's do it, let's leave everything on the field? Yeah, definitely, because that is typically the drawback of tournaments, be it World Cup, be it Euro, be it Champions League, FA Cup, whatever you want to call it, the final contains so much pressure that just instinctively no one wants to make a mistake. Everyone wants to clamp down on the ball as fast as they can. So what we said yesterday about how we expect the third place game to be pretty open, Mm -hmm. what you can expect from the final is it's likely to be a very close, very tight game. Um. I can see it being, yeah, both Deschamps and probably Scaloni as well will heavily, heavily focus on defence, probably up until at least like the first hour or so, and then from there try and make a breakthrough. Mm. I know there's a long history of rivalries or beef, whatever you call it, between England and Argentina, but also after England were knocked out by France in the semifinals, for you, who do you support a little bit more? Um, that is a good question because these are both teams that I feel like have earned their place in this final. Because typically, when you get to there, there's one team that you think have perhaps overachieved or been particularly special. Like, for example, last time around, even though Croatia knocked out England, I really wanted them to win the final because they've been so good mm-hmm. for so long. It was like their golden generation, so to speak. It was the perfect timing for it. With this. It feels like both sides are like this is kind of the final that was almost destined from the beginning, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I would, I think I would prefer it if Argentina won, mm. I suspect, because you look at this French side, and I don't know, maybe it's more a case of the history books. I like the way it's like Brazil won it twice back to back in the 60s, and no one's been able to do it since. When those records get broken, it's kind of a bit less fun. Kind of like when no one won the Champions League back-to-back and then Real Madrid did it like four times. I would think I'd prefer it if things stayed a bit more... You know, everyone kind of gets their turn. Yeah. So I think I would prefer if Argentina won. However, that being said, this tournament has been so messy-focused that... It, it's almost overshadowed everything already. I don't know if I could cope with the discussions and the almost guaranteed nailed on certainty that Messi will be considered the greatest of all time if he wins. Mm. So I don't know. I'm I'm hoping for Argentina, but either way, I'm happy with the result. Oh yeah, that's that sounds very. I got to say, very objective. Because for me, I've been struggling to pick a side I want to support because on one hand, I want to see a good period mark for a legend, and that's Mm. for Messi. But on the other hand, I want to see history being broken, especially the history that was only broken once. You know, France had the chance now to repeat Brazil's success of winning the World Cup back-to-back. 
I don't think if they fail, I can see any team do that or even get close toward doing that in 30 or 40 years. I, it's hard for me to pick, but I have to. I, yeah, I like you. I will pick Messi and Argentina. Yeah, I, 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 I just suspect that when I look at the teams and I, I don't know, because if I look at the teams, I say like man for man, this mm-hmm. France squad is basically perfect. Like this is everyone in their prime, everyone willing to work together, no drama. Fantastic manager in Didier Deschamps. But at the same time, Argentina's found a way to win basically every single time since they got upset in the opening by Saudi Arabia. And that kind of craftiness is the thing that you need in a tournament like this. So I am assuming that with so much narrative, so much riding on it, I can see Argentina simply finding a way to win and getting the trophy for Lionel Messi. So that's, that will be your prediction for the result of the final? My prediction is 1-0 Argentina. 1-0 Argentina. I mean, that says a yep. lot because that, that means France will not be able to play their favorite style. We score first and then we hold back so no one can keep us from, you know, Mubappe, using Mbappe and his speed. But if they can't score, maybe they will be the one who are upset first and reveal more vulnerabilities. Well, that's it, because the way France likes to play, they don't really care about having the ball. They like just catching you on the counter. And I suspect that this Argentina side will know that and just do everything they can to just clamp them down in their half, prevent any long vertical runs from Griezmann, Mbappe, Chiuamani, anyone like that. Mm -hmm. And I can see France getting frustrated. And not only that, but... I look at the Morocco game and Mbappe didn't get on the score sheet. And while he was integral in setting up the other two goals, which is, I would say, France's biggest threat, their mm-hmm. ability to keep the ball alive, the fact that he didn't get on the score sheet simply by getting crowded out means that there are very much ways to keep him quiet in a game like this. That's true. You know, speaking of that, I just it, an idea just came to me. This is like if say I'm gonna set up defense against Lionel Messi, I would say keep the ball away from him. But since France are not a fan of controlling the ball, that means Messi may get the bay, may get the ball much easier than we expected. So if there then there's the option, there's the choice for France to make. Do you want to control yeah. the ball or do you want to leave the ball with Messi? That will be fun. Well, Yeah, and I suspect that what we might see is not necessarily leaving the ball to Messi, but making sure that when he gets it, he has to basically end up at the corner flag, basically keep him as far out of play as possible. Even though we have seen him do a lot from that uh, side, where he'll kind of go around the box and cut back in and pass pass back towards the penalty spot almost. As long as they keep him facing away from goal, running away from goal, but still letting him have the ball and almost tire himself out, I think that's what France will want. For. I think that's, yeah, that's very correct. And uh, so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon tomorrow. See you. Speak to you then. Bye-bye.